I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson's Secret Two. This week, I'm joined by the gorgeous girls from Bewitched, Sinead and Adele. Welcome back, lasses. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so oh, much hi. for having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> um, so, before I start looking like towards the present and the future, which I'm dead excited to do with you, I just have to quickly ask: you toured with Justin Timberlake, obviously NSYNC, and then Britney Spears at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Were yes. they together at that time, or were they? Yes. Not- they were together but they were keeping it very secret like so you never we didn't see a huge amount of Justin or Britney so it started to become really obvious where they were going it's just like I think they're hanging out with each other they were keeping it very very quiet yeah oh my god I fucking love them two together I love them two together I did I I mean no obviously he's dead happy and his bird is unbelievable Um, oh yeah and you just hope Britney's all right, bless her. But I feel like that little stage of fashion was absolutely iconic. And you did a bit of double denim yourself. Oh, a bit. Yeah. No, a bit. A bit. We used I to look on ourselves every morning. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what we didn't do to denim, I mean, we did everything. Yeah. Stuck jewels on it, dyed it, cut it. Oh, everything. Connoisseurs we did. of denim, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But you know what? We were in vogue. Like, we were actually in vogue for our fashion. Which is insane. For, for your services to denim. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, I think it was Jesse Hold On. I think it was the specific outfits we wore on the MTV Awards in like 99 or 2000. Um, and they were gorgeous. They were good outfits. Yeah, they were. They deserved it. I mean, we didn't design them. That was face oil. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to like your sort of, your your new stuff and your new vibe. Like, I feel like you're letting a lot more of your own pers- your own personality shine through rather than sort of, denim washing yourselves as a band yeah. um, is that really is that really important to you now to have more yeah, of your the, own identities sure yeah definitely I think when it comes to the styling and stuff like that you kind of have to let people do their job as well because you know the way you can get into a rut yourself so yeah. there's a little bit of give and take but we are not doing the full double denim but if we came back and didn't have denim we would disappoint a lot of people so kind of just a, doing it in a bit more relaxed way I guess yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of nice. Yeah, listen, we can't always let Sinead go back to her own stuff because she might end up in the yellow skirt and the white tights again, and that's just not having it. You it's threw just my not, sandals. It's just not going to work. You, I stayed in her house years ago, and I gold sandals, and she threw them in the bin, and I couldn't find them. Yeah. Oh. What was, so really offensive, what was so offensive That's, about these gold sandals? Because she was wearing open-toe gold sandals with her white tights. Yeah, so with the... Well, <laughs> forget about the white tights. You're just talking about gold sandals now, to the woman that never be. possessed it. See, I, ha- I was into heels. She was just wore trainers all the time. I had, I had my heels, you know... 
you know, I like to look, dressing up a little bit. And she was just like, yo, what's going down? I know, exactly. It's in so the bad. Tracks, in the tracks, you know, like in the trainers. Me over here trying to be T-balls, like, you know. <laughs> I th- when you look back on it, it is actually really bad that I dumped them on her because she, was, she wasn't like rolling in it at the time either. So she couldn't have bars have another pair. <laughs> yeah, but Samir, Sinead, sometimes you get it so wrong. I mean, Sony bought us like Gucci sandals at some point and Sinead would get off the plane with the plane socks on with her Gucci sandals. It was like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's, that's kind of all in now. That's like yeah, all the, the people pe- that walk that walk around with the big the socks on and they're like sliders. I know. It's so true, be, isn't it? To be fair, you're probably just ahead of your time, Sinead. <laughs> I was totally. <laughs> you were, baby. Oh, God. So you're back after 25 years, lasses, and I feel like there must have been a huge like dynamic, like a dynamic shift, a huge change, because not only are you doing the pop star thing, but you're also doing it with everything else you've got going on in your lives, you know, like whether that be like you were saying the school run, being a mommy, uh-huh. every, everything else has, how is, is that hard to try and juggle everything all at once? Yeah, no, it can be it's yeah. really hard sometimes because we're like, we have 10 kids between us, Vicky, which is insane. Hang like, on, between everyone in the band or just you? Yeah. yeah. No, between everyone in the band. Oh, Jesus, no. Oh, mother of God. No, and like, so do you know what? Half the time it's just trying to even get on a WhatsApp call is impossible because it's like, oh no, but I have pickup, I have drop off, I have football, I have dancing, I have whatever. It's a, it can be an absolute pain. And that ultimately is the job, not going away to work. Going away to work is the break. And it's like trying to schedule it and deal with it all is the nightmare. No, honestly, I. Taught, that resonates so much with me and like I hope I'm not offending yeah. anybody here because every time I talk about me dogs like me children I get some people being so worked up but I'm not there <laughs> yet know. I'm not there yet on the motherhood front now I will yeah. get there but um even like you you know like you get up at six so, and you know you you do yeah. you do the you do everything you've got to do whether it's the school run the dog walk the breakfast blah blah, blah whatever and like it just feels like you just get back and you just get sorted and then I've got to I've got to walk them again. You probably feel like you've just got to yeah. pick the kids up again. And yeah. honestly, yeah. that's when I get to go on like a photo shoot or go on day filming, like I feel so guilty about it. I can't have to look after the lads because I'm like, this feels like a fucking day off for me. And I know it's not yeah. a day off, it's work, yeah. but it's it, it's a break from the the it's norm. a break. Yeah, break the norm, from the, the life monotony. admin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I know. Nice to hear you say that you feel like that as well because I was starting to feel yeah. like it's fucking a bit guilty actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, no. And I've got a dog as well actually, and she's amazing. And don't feel guilty because your dogs are your kids; they are your kids. Yeah. I don't know why people get bothered with you over it because actually yeah. sometimes, sometimes I find it harder to sort a Miller, my dog, out than I do the kids because the kids <sighs> have school and extracurricular activities and kit friends and sleepovers and all that stuff. But not everyone yeah. will have a dog, so it's actually kind of harder. Yeah. yeah. But it is no. def- it is definitely like a different dynamic for you guys now. Um, and I wanted to know, like, I don't know the ages of your children, but do they are they aware that their moms are fucking icons? Or are they are, <laughs> they, are they a bit embarrassed now? No, well, I can see it. I can <laughs> definitely see it. Well, do you know what? it's so funny because my Stephanie Dell, we our kids are older, so Edel's eldest is fifteen, mine's fourteen, and right. so um, they have moments like you know where they kind of realize, oh, did you do that? But they're not really in awe of it at all. Like they're just kind of. I mean, remember when that we were in Australia a few years back and Samara and Zaini came out and I think they were kind of going, how do people know the words to your song? And they're all singing it back there. And she was eight at the time. So she was just like, what is going on here? She, you know, was just a bit like, I don't understand the situation at the minute. You know? No. <laughs> and like, I think it's, yeah. it's when the teachers kind of say to the kids, sometimes they go, you know, your mom was like my little mix in the day. And yeah. then they kind of go, oh, is that what it was? It's like, yeah, a little bit. 
Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Mm. Oh, bless them. So slowly but surely they're understanding a little bit, yeah? Oh, yeah, they yeah. know. I mean, they're old enough. I've got 11 and 12 and a 15-year-old, so they know what you do. And I kind of like, they don't care and I kind of quite like it. They like to come to a gig and sort of hang out, but if they did care, it'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Like, oh my God, and you're on the telly and you're doing whatever. It's just like, they don't care, but they're really supportive. Yeah. Um, like the other week when we did kind of comic relief in this morning and that, you know, they were watching and especially my 15 year old, she'd be like, and I watched and I thought you did really well. And she's watching kind of the new single birthday and she keeps watching on Spotify and seeing who's listening and saying what. And she was like, oh, it's all really positive. And it's all great. So she's kind of supporting and watching in the background, which is so lovely. There's, it sounds like they're so grounded and measured. Like I feel yeah. like if yeah. honestly I worry about, because I really assumed, and I tell this story all the time, but I assumed as a mother, I'd be very like, if somebody came up to me and was like, oh, your son's just pushed my daughter over and blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, I'm really sorry to hear that. Let me go and talk to him. That's out of order, blah, blah, blah. But actually I have realized that mm-hmm. since having the dogs, I'm the type of mother who's going to be screaming at the prison gates. Like he's fucking innocent <laughs> when he's got three women in his freezer. <laughs> like I know, I know that's who I'm going to be now. So I really worry about having, about having a, t- a tiny bit of like celebrity <laughs> or whatever, what I'm going to turn my children into. Cause I'm very capable of just turning them into assholes, you know? <laughs> it's lovely to hear that you've managed to raise very like grounded, measured, like just beautiful children. This whole yeah, thing yet. And it, it, it's, it's funny because I think it, it all comes down, I think with all of us, like being Irish and having success, you ain't, it's probably the same for you, like being up north as well. Nobody will let you away with anything. And especially your family. <laughs> it's just point. like, listen, you come here and they knock you. And I think you naturally just have that kind of, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, we're doing what we're doing. We're really lucky. It's great. There's success with the book, whatever. Like there was yeah. never that kind of, oh, we're famous. And, you know, that was never the thing that drove us anyway. So it's kind of like, yeah, we wouldn't get away with this. So yeah, it's that, weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like often we're so kind of cool about everything we've done slash what we do. Sometimes people are like, I mean, you're not proud of what you do because you look like, I mean, you don't really talk like it, like you're proud. It's like, well, of course we are. You know, we achieve so much and it's amazing, but it's still just a job and we're still just people like everyone else. So it's kind of weird when people are going like, but are you talking yourself down? It's like, I don't think so. <laughs> we're just we're just sure. naturally humble queens that's just yeah, yeah. It is. so I think we are like yeah yeah I think so you know mm. <laughs> but it's, it's really refreshing and like obviously like having met your brother and like I've met Ronan when I did like the one show and stuff like yeah. that I've met it, it honestly good just loads. loads I've been really lucky to meet loads of like lovely like completely my heroes from that era yeah, yeah. um but the, the, it is it's all the same like you are very grounded very sort of like refreshingly humble um, <laughs> and it it's it's good to see because there is the different direction that a lot of people yeah. have taken where they did get lost in it or unfortunately it has had really bad ramifications on their mental health and stuff and yeah you guys yeah. seem to have escaped that sort of section relatively unscathed yeah I think yeah. I suppose it's We're not lucky. letting that what you do define who you are and I think that mm. is one of the things as well it's not just it's part of who you are but it doesn't define everything about you so I think we're kind of we were all lucky after you know then the band ended we all kind of went off and did you know different things as well which I don't know just we just got back up and got on with stuff as well and you know it just helps like we all went back to college you're sitting in a classroom with people you're just doing stuff you're just doing normal stuff like so and that's you, you kind of crave a little bit of that though I think yeah. when oh fucking when, hell after what you don't done. you 
I remember going back to college and the first time, you know, when they do that round robin, you've got to say, my name is, and I did this. And like a fun like, fact oh. about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I was like, I literally, that's the worst bit. But then the girl before me stood up and she was like, hi, my name is Phoenix and I'm a stripper in so-and-so bar. I was like, I'm all good. Oh, yes. Phoenix. The attention is on Phoenix. So I was delighted. <laughs> Thanks, Phoenix. <laughs> oh, I know. So funny. But that sounds like a game changer, you know, like is when sort of this incredible, exciting thing sort of tailed off the first time around is that you did just, you didn't sit and wallow. You didn't sort of yearn for times gone by. You just got your head down and did something else. And I think that's really inspirational, actually. Yeah, you just have to do that, don't you? You got to keep life moving. Like when one thing ends, something else begins, but only if you let it. Yeah. So you kind of just tend to have that. Yeah, exactly. No matter what the chapters are, like you're completely like the author of it yourself. You can make them as exciting and brilliant and full of love and beautiful stuff as you want them to be. Or you can really wallow and miss what you used to have and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys lived in the here and the now, embraced the change and were grateful and happy. And it's probably why you know you're back doing what you love and everyone's supporting you because these are just so upbeat and nice women <laughs> ah, <laughs> that's so Thank lovely you. but it is you know what we have we have brilliant support at the minute like we've come back with this new single birthday and there is nothing but nice things that people have to say and supporting us along the way and it's just it's really yeah. kind of cool but it's so good that's why like i had a little bop to yeah. it this morning. i was like oh, it I is like so ca- i mean the minute we heard it we it were is like, good give it to us yeah. give it to us we want it like it was just <laughs> Yeah, it was, it's really it was, good. It just, and I think for us as well, I think it was important to just bring our music to 2023 and it is the sound of 2023. Yeah. There's no point in us going back and rewriting the first no. album. You, you guys have what you want from that stage. Now we just want to make fresh music that sort of fits in the industry now. And so it's it's nice important. and it was it's important to us. And I think I suppose people could have argued against that when we came back and going, what they're doing, it doesn't sound like them. But we haven't had that. So it's quite cool. Yeah. Nice. because your supporters are loyal that's why we've been waiting we've been waiting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now come here to me Vicky so like and we we really a bewitched fan yes yeah, so I was bewitched boys on I'm really sorry this is no offence to Westlife all the Irish thing or, oh, no 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 offence to Westlife them. like they were absolutely class but I think they were more like yeah. my sister's generation I was that little bit yes. too old for Westlife so no I was bewitched in boys on hardcore that's um, mad, isn't it? But now so that you know that we're so innocent, ridiculous, and have no stories, are you a little less of a fan? You're going, oh, they're crap, actually. <laughs> no, I feel like feel like it makes me like you even more. Oh, like you, that's nice. Exactly what you see, you know, like you, you saw these like four lovely Irish girls who were singing about like fighting like their dad and like just, <laughs> or having or seemingly having this like great friendship, and it would have left me really crestfallen if actually behind the scenes you were a bunch of cunts. <laughs> well it's funny isn't it it's just like it's, so it's like if I were to put it in context of your story you're standing there with your little notepad going I felt like my dad as well but they've gone put you on the door going I felt like my dad as well it's just like what <laughs> no, <laughs> completely different story it's my mum you've got to be scared of if I'm honest oh, <laughs> oh, God, God. Yeah. and you like yeah, your mum yeah, so yeah I'm like I suppose like anybody I'm a nice mix of the both and I've got some good yeah. bits and some bad bits but everyone assumes like my dad's like six foot three like fucking mm, yeah. used to do more one-handed press-ups in a bar than Rocky that's how he's oh like God, he's con- wow. so everyone assumes like oh she must just like all of that feisty bit must be like a dad but honestly I swear to God piss me little mom off and you fucking know about yeah, it I know, I know. <laughs> hilarious they say that about like you know Irish women as well like do you know what I mean it's yeah. just yeah, yeah just Stand clear. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, that is the thing. Like, you know, we come off all innocent and wholesome and great. But if you actually hurt one of mine, 
you're going to fucking know all about it. Excuse oh. the F in there. Yeah. I was, you know what, Vicky? I was, I was coming on this podcast today and I have a bit of a mouth on me, like especially when the kids aren't around. I love a bit yeah. of an F and a blind. Who and I was going, it? Vicky is going to have me F my way through this podcast. And I've done really well. That was my first one. <laughs> I always love it when I get people on and they're always like, they start telling the story and they get really animated into it. And then they, you just drop themselves and they go, e, sorry, I'm allowed to swear. And I'm like, you're on my fucking podcast. What, are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. And I do think I've managed to contain my fangirl status like a little bit. Well, you actually have done very well. I'm well, very it. Really well. So much so I think you're lying. No. <laughs> Honestly, inside I'm literally like made of questions, but I'm trying to keep it cool because I am here in a professional capacity. But we do have some lovely questions from some big fans of yours. So first of all, yes. I feel like what everybody wants to know and kind of what I do as well is like, nobody can believe it's 25 years since Sailor La Vie. Nobody can believe believe the other age years are we we'll want to know what your fucking secrets are last <laughs> don't be holding out on her come on what's the, what's the skincare tip so you've got like a 12 step routine is it really long am I going to hear that? <laughs> I've, do you know what I've, I've mine is very basic I've got this local aromatherapist yeah. and she just like makes all these creams and serums and oils and they're all pure and that's what I put on my face I've done got no None of us have any had any work done. Um, drop, that, I just, drop that Insta because she's about to blow up. No word of a lie. I'll yeah, yeah. Who? Oh, sorry, the lady that that you oh, she doesn't have an Instagram. She's like ah, 65 years of age. She doesn't want to be big. Scottish woman. She's beautiful. Mm. She oh looks gosh, 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like so, so, yeah, so good. I don't know. It's just, I think we all kind of tend to like look after ourselves, take our vitamins. Yeah. You oh, know. do you know? But it, like exactly. It's just part of it's part of our whole wholesome thing. Like we all eat really well. We eat really well. We don't drink an awful lot. And But I have discovered though, I don't know if you've heard of 001 skincare, Abby. No, I haven't. Well, so I, I use 001 now for the last kind of three, four years maybe. And they've got like, um, you know, the Giyashua stones, if that's how you say it. They've got loads of facial tools. Uh-huh. And honestly, that's been amazing. When I started first using my facial tools about four weeks later, everybody uh-huh. was asking me how to have Botox. And I was like, really? is I was that like, the, no. the ones yeah. that you sort of yeah. go like this with? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I see yeah. people using them like on all the TikToks and I'm like, who's got the fucking time? But, exactly. Yeah. She does. I do. I do it like while while I'm walking around. I'm making breakfast and I'm going like this with my tools, going like, what would you like next? Who's having toast? Who's having whatever? (laughs) Multitasking. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, last as well. That was really unhelpful. Thanks so much. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know what we don't we've that we don't have a bit of botox or filler around in between us 
And you would kind of think that we probably should look older because of that, but somehow we don't. Nah, I think... I don't know if that's a thing. I almost think less is more. And like, I'm a huge advocate for sort of... Like I'm not judgmental in the slightest. Anyone can do whatever yeah, yeah, they want. Do whatever they want. Yeah, whatever yeah, makes yeah. them happy. You know, it's a difficult industry and people pick you apart. So if a little bit of here and there makes you feel better, it's not a my fucking business. But sometimes I think when people do let themselves like grow old gracefully and they've got the bits that God gave them, like actually it, it just it's small bits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, okay, I've got to hold my hands up there. I gave that area a little oh, bit did of help. You? I mean, it's like I have. So, I was so tempted, like for so many years, because I have like yeah. the smallest boobs, and I do. I would like a set, and especially when I was breastfeeding when I first got pregnant, I was like, Oh my god, I've got a full thirty-four D, and they looked amazing. <laughs> I was delighted with myself, and then of course all the milk goes, and yeah. they're worse than they were before. But um, <clears throat> until I was about thirty-eight, yeah. I was desperate to have a set of boobs, and now I couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. I'm really, really flat. Yeah. And I didn't but even wear know, bra half I, the time. It's like, whatever. Yeah, but, but that's really Del. cool now. It's Yeah, really, really cool. cool. I remember at the time when you were going through that, Kay Hudson was like, you know, she was all over the place with her movies and she's really, really flat. flat chested. And I was like, yeah. look at Kate. Look at Kate. Look, look, look what she's doing. Yeah. Um, you know, but I was, I was kind of, we were all, we're all quite small chested. And Not now, Sinead, you and your double D's no, or whatever you've No, no, I, yeah, exactly. Fuck <laughs> oh, They just appear. Yeah, cannons. Like, I'm almost like going, oh, right, it's so weird. You spend like nearly 40 years having no boobs and then all of a sudden you're in this next stage going, okay, what am I doing with these? It's, it's kind of, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's an adjustment. Like I, so I mean, I, I've always had big boobs. Like if you look at me, mom, like she'd always had big mm. boobs as well. And then, um, I dropped loads of weight really fast. Like did yeah. this, did this like fitness DVD and stuff. And it was all on a strict timeline. And of course, like, you know yourself when your body changes, like boobs in particular. It goes there first. Yeah, it goes yeah. there first, you know? It's so annoying. When I lost it, it came off there first. And because yeah. it happened dead drastically, like my skin just didn't have a chance. So I was left with what can only be described as fucking spaniel's ears, mate. Um, <laughs> and I was only young. I was about like 27. Yeah, no. So yeah, I went, went up to what I was originally. So yeah, I've always had big boobs. So I've, I've always known how to dress for this and stuff like that but it is a bit of adjustment Sinead like just getting the, the old Bristol cities out of Norway uh, yeah I know and it's just like I was just like oh god yeah puberty in me 40s fucking hair yeah well, this is what I mean yeah, yeah. this is what I mean, <laughs> what I mean. Uh, oh god nah but you look you all look class and it's just comes with age doesn't it sort of like learning to love what you've got regardless yeah, of, of what everyone is, else yeah. has and I am so glad I kind of waited until that age but I also yeah. couldn't believe it took me that long because yeah. I could have done so many things in the meantime <gasps> and I think as well when I had kids like so my eldest Kyo like she's 15 and that really made me think about it because I'm like well hold on a second if I'm changing myself what am I telling my kids I'm telling my, my kids that I don't think I'm good enough yeah. and that I just didn't feel like I wanted to kind of put that on them either yeah. So um, now, of course, I'd like a set of lips and a set of boobs. Yeah, like I think, I know. And I think I read once before, like if I had lips as small as Kibi and Edelf and Bewitched, I'd kill myself. <laughs> but it's just oh, like, <laughs> which is like, uh, it's so like, you know, social media sometimes, uh, isn't it? But it's like, it made me think about that person going, God, that's really sad. Like, I mean, how are you? <laughs> you know, that yeah, I know. Like, really? I'm telling you right now, like I've started, I've literally just did a set of stories about it last night because there's an influx. Like, I think my content's pretty, like, like wholesome. Like, I'm not fucking posting stand in front of, like, Ferraris. Like, I've not got a different designer yeah. handbag every week. Like, I'm pretty bog standard. I just love being with me family and me dogs. Yeah. And, like, 
you know, I'm I'm chill, I think, as far as influencers go. So when I get an influx of criticism, I think, right, this is probably has to be happening across the board. And I, I, I think the I think people are the world's a bit of a scary place. Like, yeah, it is sometimes, people, isn't it? Yeah, people are feeling yeah. angry and unsettled and nervous and they don't know where to direct that anger. So subsequently it's being misdirected at people in the public. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um and I yeah, I've noticed a, a mad influx in it. So what I've started to do, because like old me just wants to be like, well, me, old me just wants to fucking kick off. Mate. Yeah. yeah. And I there's know. still an element of me that's really feisty, you know, like I've grown, I've evolved, but there's still an element of me that wants to tell people yeah. to fuck off. So I've yeah. started sending people the number for the Samaritans. <laughs> oh, have you blessed you? Yeah. Oh. And I got the tip off Scarlett Moffat, right? And I just think, you know, obviously you're unwell, mate, or you're unhappy. Yeah. And you need someone to talk mm. to. You need a positive outlet for this hate and anger because it's certainly not me, you know? Yeah. I, I am not the one. Not I am not your yeah. I am yeah. not. Yeah. But you know it's what I noticed as well? Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot more on TikTok. Like there's a lot, I, I'd see more kind of negative stuff on TikTok than I would say on Instagram yeah. or um, I don't know, like a bit on Facebook, but like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. It is. I think it's just across the board on every medium. Like mm. you're going to, it's going to be a reflection of, of what's happening outside and people are feeling angry. Um, yeah, I think. they are. And listen, like, you know, the world is not full of lovely people. There's plenty no. of arseholes out there and some of them have a keyboard. It's that oh, simple. Yeah. And it's that straightforward. And that's actually mm. a really good question. You guys were at your height of fame and like your, your sort of success. When social media wasn't, it didn't really exist. We were so yeah. lucky. Are you, I was going to say, are you really mm. grateful about that? Yeah. Massively. Yeah. 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 Don't blame you. Don't blame mm-hmm. me. Because it's an extra job as well. Like I can't think, oh my God, like 18 hours. Of, like we get stressed out when we meet, we're like, oh, we have to do TikTok. What are we going to post? Like it's like, oh my, and we're so bad. We're trying yeah. to get with it. Like, but it's just like, if you had to have that as well, now we probably, probably would have had somebody there just doing it for us at, yeah. at, which would have been easier but um I don't know it just it, it adds that extra layer and then you know just even being on your phone at least yeah. you just go to go to bed and go sleep Do you know what I think kind of scrolling thing yeah exactly that as well but I think you know in terms of being in the public eye and not having that social media I think it was so good we were so protected from it because right now because of social media all those negative comments are coming into your safe space yeah and it's like you should be just be able to sit at home in your safe space with no no, no one having anything bad to say, like and just be with your family. So it's kind of hard. So it's it's trying to put the phone down, isn't it? But then you, you get into that like uh, that mind where you're flicking going, what am I even flicking for? Nothing's even coming up that's worthwhile, like, you know. It's yeah. a, it's a it's an addictive thing. We've all become far too like reliant on my phones, you know. And I do think yeah. it's, a bit, it's a little bit toxic. Um, but when it's so intrinsically linked to your career like yeah. Yeah. minus you know and like yours would have been yeah I think it's and yours is probably a bit now you know it's yeah. it's just hard to switch off but yeah it become it has a hold on you that I at times think is super unhealthy it does but you know what and then we're lucky as well because it is you know like like the likes of TikTok it's you have the opportunity of potentially being on a big TV show every day if your video goes viral so yeah. it's a really good marketing tool yeah. And, and we just have to get used to it. And I think at first, because we're old school and we're from when it didn't exist, we were sort of fighting against it a little bit and just going, oh no. But actually, you know, when you kind of are grateful for the platform, I suppose you kind of see it in a different way and go, yeah, I need to learn it actually. And it is going to help. And that's it. It's just like absolutely anything. Like you've got to use it, get what you need out of it and then walk away. Exactly. Um, yeah. And rather than getting bogged down in the whatever it is you have Do you know what it is like sometimes whatever (laughs) I have that temptation as well that you have when people say something nasty and I just want to fire back and then I'm just like 
Don't yeah. fire back. Don't say anything. But I always want to. Yeah. yeah, always. And but you know, like it's not a happy, nice person writing these no. things. Like it's exactly, like, it's never somebody like you or me or me. It's it's not someone kind, and not it's fucking Derek who's like living in his mad box room and wanking into <laughs> yeah. a sock, mate. I know. <laughs> Nobody cracks. But so, it's so yeah. true, isn't it? Because if you go onto their profile, all it is is negativity. So it's not even about you. It's like I'm not even taking that comment on. Yeah, and yeah, I, I so we've we've just got to learn to just. Just, just rise above it. Rise above it and send them the Smarrens number. <laughs> I've got another question. Spice Girls and S Club 7 both made movies. Um, if you guys want to make a bewitched movie, what would the plot be? Well, it'd be terribly boring, wouldn't it? <laughs> it'd be like, well, I think we go back, so back to the beginning conversation <laughs> where a bit like Parent Trap. We could do something like that start it off. Yeah. You know? That would be, ex- I think that would be a good one. Yeah. The I'm Irish Parent Trap. Yes. But <laughs> ours, I think, you know what? Our movie would be that sort of... Um, Commitment focus. slash. Well, I think it's the focus on the fact that we were four, probably what you would have called normal girls. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have said that we were destined to be stars. Nobody would have said we were anything special at any points for any reason. And, you know, against all odds, if you looked at us as four different characters, we actually did make it in this world. Mm-hmm. Like when I, I remember when I was younger, like you know, friends would say like, you're not going to be a singer. You're not special enough. You're not like so-and-so, you know, so-and-so in the other class or teachers would be like, okay, right. So what's your real job? What are you really going to do in life? And nobody really ever had your back, but against all of that, we actually saw it through anyway. And for me, I've always been kind of, I don't really listen to people. I don't, I don't care what other people have to say. And I tend to do my own thing. And I definitely don't like, I just don't care what people have to say. I don't care what they think. And I think that's also why we got to where we got to and why we're still doing it now we would have so many reasons why not to come back now this many years later too but you know so many reasons for other people to say but i really don't give a crap what they think yeah and i I think it's quite important it's an underdog story it is yeah and then just trusting trusting yourself like i would have done a lot of visualization i didn't even realize i was doing it when i was like Like manifesting yeah like sitting on the stool 10 times Debbie Gibson giving it large and then having a moment on stage <laughs> on a stool with the guitarist going oh shit like, oh, I've, I literally, I've literally I've literally I've manifested this mm. and I did that quite a lot like um, yeah. so it's just going into your dreamland state and like as it else against all the odds like you know I never got the lead role in all the shows. My sister just kind of like kicked ass all the time. I was always in the back going, Ooh, ah. do you know that kind of stuff? But it's that drive to kind of go, okay, yeah, but you're not really got great or you're not this. And it's determination, I think as well. So I think it could be a good movie. I would yeah, 110% watch that. <laughs> Giving us like Gaga vibes. Like everyone told her she couldn't do it. But, look but at it's true. Now. Yeah, but it is. Yeah. It's true. And like, I think people allow other people to be the judge of them way too much and they give up on themselves so soon. But like the people who are judging you are only people as well. So it's like, it's, it's you versus them. Why are you picking them? Pick you. Pick you, back you and like believe in Absolutely. Always. 100%. Girls, it's been a proper pleasure talking to you. Um, like obviously so for nice. me, for me it was just like dream come true. But it, I think every, everybody else is going to get something out of that as well. All the lovely listeners because they're about my age, and you are fucking saucy. <laughs> like you're so modest, but like you're big stars, and like it's been a, a proper pleasure talking to you. Um, it's been so much it's been fun. A it's been so to refreshing. Yeah. Have you had a nice time? To you. 
We've had really a lovely have. time. Thank you. I just want to yes. say you've done amazing as well, like from where you yeah, came well from, done. like a Geordie really show. Well done. Break, you broke away from the pack as well. And I think mm. you've done amazing. Yeah, you've you done amazing. Not that there's anything with the pack. I don't have no. a with the pack. But <laughs> just, no, I know. Yeah, it's and it's such a journey too as well. Like mm. it's been really good. Yeah. And, so well done. It was like everything you said before, Adele, really resonated with me. Like nobody believed I could do anything different. Like yeah. I, I remember my agents yeah. at the time being like, what are you going to walk away from MTV for? Like there's nothing else for you apart from Geordie Shaw. Yeah, like, nobody thought, you know, and like I had to take that leap of faith and believe in myself and yeah. do something different and nothing against the rest of the cast. They're all doing great yeah. and I'm so proud yeah. of them. But for me, I wanted something different out of life. And yeah, I, I think... Yeah. Backing yourself is probably the answer to that, isn't it? But we're, we're in yeah. we're in that era though, where you know you've you've done all that, and we're at that stage for all these different stories and people evolving, and you know we we love all that. Like that's yeah. been you know, which has been perfect timing for you as well, like which is yeah. great. Like no, everything's awesome. everything's fallen into place for all of us, and I'm I'm so pleased. And um, before I yeah. let you guys go, here Vicky mm-hmm. passing the secret too. We always ask our love guests to give our gorgeous listeners um, a couple of pearls of wisdom just so they don't feel like they've been listening to me fucking fangirl <laughs> for, for an hour um, and I think what you guys have managed to achieve is nothing short of spectacular like, there's been loads of bands who've tried to come back and, and not quite done it there's been loads of people who haven't had like songs that people are still dancing to on a Saturday night like you've you've got longevity um, I want to know what your secret is to going the distance Dun, dun, dun. The secret of going the distance. Moment of Do truth you know, is a big question as well, isn't it? Like I think it's, it's a. Com- I think it's a combination of a few different things. I think the fact that you know we're so close and we're kind of on the same page, and you know you, you've you can't make things happen. You've all got to want it individually for the collective, and I think we're really good at at doing that. Um, and it's like seizing opportunities. We've had this platform and then now we're given another opportunity to do that. And I think we're all like, yeah, let's, you know, let's just do it. Um, and it's just kind of, yeah, follow through and really kind of believing, but it's, yeah, I think it's we, belief, all, work isn't on, it? we yeah. all work on feelings. Mm. And I think we really feel and believe that this is the time for us to actually, if we're going to do a comeback, this is the time to do it. Um, and it's very, very similar to how we were years ago. We didn't have a manager. So we changed management. We're kind of doing stuff ourselves. It's like, it's like, oh God, this is like the way replaying. it was years ago. Yeah. yeah. And it's like replaying. And then we're visiting places and it's just like, oh my God, we were here and we're getting all these different signs. And we'd be all kind of in quite intuitive like that as well. So just see what yeah, happens. I think it, yeah, exactly. I think all of what you said and it's just love and what you do and then belief. It's just belief. A belief against all odds, against what anyone else has to say. It's just believing in yourself and committing to it and just going for it. Yeah. You know, I read somewhere once before, and this is one of my favorite anecdotes, so I really hope it's true, that like the first time around when um, Take That were a band, they were just really young, but they were all so polite and grateful and kind that to everybody, whether it was like the fella getting the tea or like the, the you know, the researcher asking the questions or, or like the big boss, you know, they were just the same with everybody. Mm-hmm. So like when they floated the idea of coming back years later, those people that had got their cups of tea and opened the doors for them and whatever else were right. now the, the big bosses. And they yes. were like, I remember how Gary Barlow, yeah. Marco and Robbie Williams, whatever, made me feel when nobody's yes. making me feel any kind of yeah. way other than just yeah. like used and abused. So yeah, yeah. I, and I think that's probably very similar to you guys, you know, like the reason yeah. people are so open to having you like back, like come back, this big, huge, like comeback is because 
you were kind and nice and hard work and, and there was no drama. So it's like, yeah, yeah. let's, let's have yeah. like, you probably right. back. So I, yeah. I feel like yeah. just totally. rem- remembering where you came from, who you are and, and being hardworking and kind is, is sort of such a big part of it too. It is. And it's yeah, so funny because we just did a, ra- a radio promo there last week and one of the guys was like saying, um, that's, you know, part of Sony. He was like saying, do you know what? He said, I'm doing all the rounds. And he said, what's really obvious is that there's actually so much love for you guys. And I was like, oh my yeah. God, that's so lovely. It's so, so <laughs> lovely to hear. It was just like, which is, do you know what I mean? Which is, yeah. you can't ask for anything nicer than that, really. No, nah, yeah. and like, you are going to remind everybody of like, so you you guys were just so unproblematic, you know? There's no, <laughs> yeah, sca- it's true. There's no scandal. There's no yeah. secret baby. There's no rehab stay. It's literally just yeah. like, these were four really nice girls who sang really well, who loved what they did, who made us who made us feel really happy in our teens and twenties. And now actually you're just going to take us back to that time and transport us to that lovely nostalgia now that we're in with thirties and forties. So yeah, mate, like mm. this comeback is going to be absolutely sick. Birthdays are banger. I can't wait to fucking <laughs> listen to it. I can't wait to dance to it. Like, thank you oh. so much and good luck. Oh, thanks thanks for having us. Thanks for being amazing. Thank you so much, Vicky. Bye, nice chatting. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.